This is uh, Patient Care Theory 2, Unit 2, Part 5, uh, Burn Assessment. Um, again, viewer discretion advised, no videos, but lots of graphic, very graphic photos of uh, burns at different depths. So, um, we have some pretty basic objectives with burn patients. Um, Immediately following initial assessment, the objective will be to try to uh, cool the burns down and provide some pain relief. And uh, so that means fairly copious irrigation. I wouldn't spend a lot of time on the scene irrigating. I would get the, the burn stress and the patient on your stretcher in the back of the amos and provide continuous irrigation with normal saline or sterile water. Sterile water, you, the only thing about sterile water is it, um, we carry uh, bottles, usually four to six bottles of sterile water in the back of the ambulance, but um, you can't pour it on really that slowly. The advantage of uh, a liter bag of normal saline is that you can hook IV tubing up to it and slowly, you know, just run the, the fluid through the IV tubing and regulate the flow rate and just irrigate areas and let the patient tell you, you know, more down there, more up here, more on my arm, um, and you can just irrigate uh, sort of as needed. The uh, the other issue with burn irrigation is the potential for hypothermia. Um, it's uh, in the short term for the time that we're with them. We're not going to worry a whole lot about hypothermia, but just just know that this is a, a complication associated with uh, burn management in the long run. So um, some terminology just to get out of the way. This is based on the BLS standards, which hasn't changed. So first degree burn affects the epidermis, like a sunburn. Healing occurs in a few days. Um, secondary and third degree, these terms may not be used in the burn unit. They may use partial thickness and full thickness burn terminology as opposed to second and third degree, but this is um, one way to keep it fairly simple. And I think the provincial exam still has uh, terms like second and third degree burns, but second degree burns extends down to the dermis and um, uh, they're arguably the most painful burns. Um, you know, first degree is painful, second degree, anyone had second degree burns? Like blister? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, me too. Um, I remember my, my worst secondary burn on my back was when I, I was in Hawaii and I was snorkeling and uh, all the while thinking that, you know, I felt cool because, but I was swimming at the surface, which was really stupid. I should have known better and uh, ended up with secondary burns to my back. That was uh, not a pleasant experience. I also had to uh, swim for my life because um, I was snorkeling and looking at these beautiful colorful fish and then they all disappeared. And I thought, well, that's really odd. And then uh, when I uh, rose my head, took lift my head out of the surface, people on the beach were screaming, get out, get out, get out. And there was a shark nearby. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that close, but I figured it could swim faster than me. So I, <laughs> I swam uh, really fast. Unfortunately, I had fins on, so I was able to swim, you know, faster than I normally would without fins, fins in the snorkel. So I moved pretty quickly. In fact, I was swimming so fast, uh, I don't think I, I didn't even stand up at the beach. I just kept swimming until I was on the beach and then I was, you know, doing a, <laughs> you know, crawl. Um, and common are animal attacks when you're responding to a scene? Uh, very uncommon, very uncommon. But I've seen dog attacks. Uh, I know a medic who was, uh, doing a call f for this guy, I can't remember what his condition was, but um, he felt something painful on the top of his head and he reached up and it was covered in blood and it was a, the guy's bird that was dive bombing him. 
<laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you're gonna watch it. Yeah. Uh, so, well, they categorize as friction burns, and um, uh, they're li little unique in the sense that, uh, so, uh, I mean, they can vary in degrees. You could have uh, first-degree burns from rope burns. You could have second-degree burns if you've got blistering. Uh, but chances are, if you've got rope burns, you're probably going to have tearing off a tissue. So, um, you know, the, the extent of the burn might be a little tricky. But the, 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 um, the management is still basically similar. You're going to put, uh, you, you might irrigate it if it's dirty. Um, you're going to put a clean dressing on it and you might uh, put some normal saline on it to, to cool it. The extent of irrigation, uh, you know, it'll just depend on whether is this a true friction burn or is it uh, uh, just a uh, sloughing of tissue from the friction. You know, it's hard to, hard to tell. I've actually never had anyone with a, uh, a rope burn or a carpet burn. Unfortunately, because that would have made, you know, kind of a fun story to recall. But um, anyway. Has anyone ever uh, done the rope climb in gym and slid down and injured your hands from that? Because I've done that, yeah. It was just like, you know, painful, but I wouldn't call it a burn from that, yeah. Um, so, uh, Third-degree burns extend down to the subcutaneous layer, the fatty layer, and um, fourth-degree burns we see down to the muscle or bone. It's going to be difficult. F it's difficult to, um, unless it's really obvious, it's it's going to be difficult to distinguish between third and fourth-degree burns, uh, and not really that important anyway. They can do that in the hospital, but um, um, the 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 characteristics that third and fourth-degree burns share is that. Um, they're painless, right? The nerves are completely burnt. The patient will feel no pain. Uh, when I first started working air ambulance, I had one of my very first calls. I was a basic life support guy. I was working with a critical care paramedic. I knew nothing, less than nothing. I felt like I knew less than nothing. And one of my first calls, I think it was my second shift or something, was a guy who had um, uh, third and fourth degree burns to 80% of his body. And uh, he was awake and talking. Uh, he had no pain during the flight. We were pretty certain he was going to die. There's an older guy too, which didn't help. He was uh, probably going to die in a few days. Uh, and um, I remember uh, we were flying. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when we were, so we were flying. We were flying at about 500 feet for no other reason than it was a beautiful morning and the sun was coming up. We were flying about 500 feet, so just above the treetops. And um, there was nothing we could do for this guy except give him some fluid resuscitation. He didn't even require pain medications because his burns were so, so deep and extensive. And um, I remember uh, we, I put a headset on him, we were talking to him, and we had him just turn his head to the side so we could see the sunrise coming up. And that was probably the last sunrise he ever saw and that that call is forever etched in my mind just the you know it was, uh, really struck me the the contrast between this poor guy who was dying and this spectacular sunrise it just you know it was like you know the meaning of life it was incredible um, it was a house fire I think or something like that I can't recall the details 
Um, so depth of burns. So burns uh, will virtually always include different depths of burns. There may be a, there's probably going to be a combination of first, second, and third degree burns if, if there are third degree burns. And um, the, uh, the shallower burns are usually in the periphery. So if you got a large area burn in the chest, for example, the edges of it will probably have some uh, second degree and first degree burns. So those are the, the, the painful areas if we're looking at a deep burn. But it just depends. It could be, burns could be patchy, can be a specific area. It just depends on, you know, what the cause of the burn was. Was this a contact burn? Was it a, uh, a spill of some hot oil, hot water, hot something else? Um, you know, what was the, the mechanism? So um, the terminology used in burn units is usually something like, uh, like this, superficial uh, partial thickness. So first and second degree burns would fall in that category. Um, superficial, uh, so affects the dermis, painful, red, dry. Uh, first degree burns, they blanch with pressure. So when you put you know, fingers on and let go, they'll blanch, right? They'll turn whitish and then uh, you'll see that capillary refill. Uh, first degrees don't blister. Uh, and they're not calculated the burn extent. So I mentioned that because when we want to know body surface area burn, we're most interested in second degree and third degree burns uh, because that'll determine how much fluid we're going to give to resuscitate. And I'll talk about that in a few minutes. So typically heal in five to seven days. Um, so here's some examples of sunburns. Uh, the classic neck burn. I really like this one. This was this would be me on the beach with the fingerprints on the belly. That's a, that's a classic guy thing. Uh, so uh, deep partial thickness burns, uh, also known as second degree burns, um, go through the dermis or into the dermis, uh, through the epidermis rather than into the dermis. Uh, they tend to be pink. I know some people don't like the word moist, but they're moist. Okay, get your heads out of the gutter. Uh, extremely painful, they blister, and uh, so hair follicles, subcutaneous and sweat glands are damaged. Um, uh, we don't de-roof the blisters. That's, if you're wondering what the term was for you know, popping the blisters, that's called de-roofing. We don't de-roof them. Uh, but they're gonna de-roof when you move the patient. I've never had a patient with a second degree burn yet that we didn't accidentally, you know, rip the blisters off one way or another. Getting them on the stretcher, you know, if they got burns on the back, they're going to pop off when they make contact with the sheet. That just happens. Yeah. So I understand the second degree burns or partial thickness burns that there's blistering, but if someone comes in contact with something really hot, yeah. when they pull their hand away or whatever, the skin comes off. Yeah. Is that still? It could, be, yeah, it could be still second degree. Yeah. It just depends. I mean, um, the classic appearance is blistering, but um, if the skin is stuck to the surface, um, you're just not going to see the blistering, right? But you'll see, you know, that raw red exposed skin. If it's, if it doesn't look like a first degree and it's extremely painful, it's a second degree. If, if there's no pain at all, it's a third degree. So that's a good way of remembering it. Um, I don't know if I told you, uh, we, we had this call for, it was a two-year-old who, um, fell against the, uh, the glass on a uh, gas fireplace and burned himself. And there was uh, skin floating in the air. That's the information we got from dispatch. Did I tell you the story? No. So the story was we had a two-year-old um, 
fell against the fireplace, um, uh, severe burns, skin floating in the air. So we get there, parents are calmed down, the kid appears fine. It turns out the kid fell back with his diaper against the glass and it was burnt plastic that was floating around, but the kid had no burns at all. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, my partner is going, I have to pause for this.